All conversations and information contained within the Total Health and Fitness Podcast is intended for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse anything you hear on this show with treatment, medical advice, or direction. Nothing on this podcast is meant to supplement or supersede the relationship with your medical caretakers. Although James is a licensed massage therapist, certified health coach, personal trainer, yoga, and martial arts instructor, he is not functioning in these roles in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who appear on this show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Total Health and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, James. Thank you once again for joining me on this episode. And so I want to kind of build up from the episode I did with tips on creating exercise program and go into some other elements of how to progress in your exercise program. Um, I will probably go over this a couple times in this in this recording, but if you're a beginner or still contemplating whether or not resistance training or specific type of exercises are for you, I would stick with the basics. Some of the concepts I'm talking about today are for people who have been lifting weights for a while or at least six months to a year and are not seeing the results they want or are ready to move on and really narrow down what their overall goals they want to get out of their strength training or exercise routine. And so that can be defined a lot of ways. One of the ways is skill how you want your body to move. And this could be how you swing a golf club, how you ski, um, how a kickboxer or martial artist kicks, how a yogi does down dog, and in weightlifting terms, how well you do the bench press. The next thing could be speed. This is how fast you move in a movement, power behind a movement, strength, hypertrophy, muscular endurance, um, anaerobic power. So those are that's a handful of things that you could work towards or try to improve in different categories, um, depending on what your health and wellness goals are. For things that we're gonna talk about specifically today, since they're the most common, I'm gonna focus on strength and hypertrophy goals. So one of the first things in exercise is you have to think about the idea of progressive overload. Uh, so even if you're a beginner, you kinda of wanna get this idea down too. You know, when you're first starting out, in your exercise program, probably you should be trying to develop skill first, doing an exercise correctly with correct form, not worrying about weights, but worrying that your body is mechanically doing it correctly. But as you go through the different levels, you are, you know, even even if you're at a base level using whatever you consider a challenging way for you, your body is going to go through some type of adaptation. And adaptation is putting your body through stress. Now, this stress is controlled, but you have to put your body through some type of stress in order for it to, to adapt. So this means the muscle has to be challenged and it has to be challenged enough that it's going to grow and become more defined or for you to get stronger. This can be done through various different ways. This is adding more weight, adding more repetition, exercising more often during the week, um, making moving on to different exercises that are more complex and we're going to get into all that in a little bit more detail. However, the main thing is if you do the same exercise for for forever and never change it, you will not make any progress over time. You know, your body will hit a certain level where it adapts and unless you challenge it or change things up on it, it will stay like that forever. Now, that's not to say that, you know, there's a lot of different ideas out there. I'm just going to tell you from my personal experience, you don't have to change your exercise program every week. And um, you don't have to change it up every other day. Once you have your program in place, you do want to see what works best for you. Not every movement or exercise is going to suit your body or suit the goals that you want. But in order to track that, you have to have a period where you are doing 
a consistent exercise routine for a period of time. And usually that's like three to four weeks. So at the end of three to four weeks, you will pro your body most likely will have adapted to those movements and you will have seen whether or not these exercises are helping you go in the right direction. At the three or four week marks is where we're going to get in some of the stuff I'm talking to today because that's a good time to change your workout up. It doesn't even mean changing the exercises it'll get to. It means, like I just said, changing weights, repetitions, volume, and we'll get into all that. Now moving on to ideas about how to increase strength and hypertrophy. First is the exercise choice. Again, if you're a beginner, your exercise choice should be very basic, even though, I mean, I, I machines have their place. Um, you get a lot out of free weights, dumbbells and barbells, but when you're just starting out and learning how to do a movement, or maybe it's your first time in the gym or whatever, you're going to want to do, pick the uh, exercise choice should be the most amount of progress with the least amount of risk of you hurting yourself. And that would probably be a machine range of motion. When you get past the machine, you're going to be moving up into more complex things like free weights or even body weight movements, if you're if body weight movements are not something you can do right off the bat. And that's what we mean by exercise choice. So maybe in the beginning you were doing the leg extension machine for your quads and that's fine. But now you're at a point where you wanna challenge yourself more and you're gonna move into a squat, either body weight or with a dumbbell or with a bar on your back. So that is exercise choice. As you do these different exercise choices, you are going to see if it fits your goals. Are you getting the results you're looking for? So once we've gotten you know, your exercise choice out of the way, now we're gonna move into level of intensity. This, to really be scientific about it, you don't wanna just go by your level of perceived exertion. This is, this is you like, based upon your body, ex determining how exhausted you are. The usual way to do this is a percentage of your one rep max or a percentage of your maximum heart rate or VO2 max. And VO2 max, I'll do another podcast in the future on VO2 max. But one rep max is the maximum amount of weight you can lift for one time. Again, beginners should not be doing this. People have been working out for a longer period of time. You've probably done this or heard about it. People who are six months to a year into working out, maybe you've never pushed that much. I would be very cautious with doing this unless you have a lot of experience. Uh, going for your one rep max is something that should not be done that often. Um, it should be done periodically. And if you're, and depending on the exercise you're choosing or the exercise you're doing, you should be well spotted and it should be done with someone looking out for you because you could hurt yourself. There are many conversion charts online. I'm not gonna go into all the conversion charts in here, but if you type in conversion chart online for one rep max, you will find many formulas. Another way to do it is you can do it by feel. So if you're doing like a set of squats and whatever weight is on it, whatever reps you're doing, if you do a certain amount of reps and you stop, but you feel like you can do, you could have done one or two more, then you kind of know that the weight is a little too light. Now, does that get you to your one rep max? Is that your one reps? No, but it's a percentage of it. So if the weight was was some uh, such a weight that you could that you could do the reps that you had in in mind, but you had felt like you could do a little bit more, um, that's a good percentage you can gauge. Like how much weight would you have to go up before you could not do a few more, or you could only do like one one rep. So that's a way to eyeball it. It's not precise, and you do have to be in tune with your body for doing that. But again, there's conversion charts online. So we've covered exercise choice. We've covered intensity. The next one is volume. And volume is defined of how many sets and reps you are doing. So if, let's take the bench press. If you do um, 
three sets of 10 reps for the bench press, your total volume is 30. And so that's another factor you can modulate in terms of increasing your goals or changing your goals so you can see more progress. Uh, the next one up is how long are you resting? If you're, if you do a set, let's say you do a set of rows and you're resting 10 seconds and then you're doing the next set, well, that then you might want to change your rest periods to 30 seconds to a minute. Ideally, especially for strings, and especially for hypertrophy goals, you want to feel rested before you do the next set of the exercise. And I would say for most people, depending on the level of intensity, which is something we just talked about, it's probably gonna be at least 30 seconds to 90 seconds to possibly two minutes to be fully rested, depending on how heavy you're lifting. But rest is an interval you can change to change up your goals. If you're already resting for two minutes, then maybe you wanna switch and do an exercise where you only rest 30 seconds and see what that does for you. So that covers rest as, as, a, as, a, as a, something we can change up. Progression overall. So this overall, all of these things I'm talking about um, could be a progression. But as I said, you could also, the some of the more base level things you can do once you have the exercise chosen, the level of intensity, the volume and the rest intervals, you could go up weight. Um, again, when you're going up weight, you should uh, go up five to 10% at a time. Don't make huge jumps, make incremental jumps so that you don't hurt yourself and your form should never be compromised you could do the amount of you could up the amount of reps or lower the amount of reps depending on what you're doing again complexity we talked about if you're if you're just doing you know machine leg press maybe it's time to do the squat so those are those are those are things you can do for progression as well and again I, and i want to also say that if your overall goal is just fat loss and increasing muscle mass well all of these things i've talked about will do that for you all of these things will increase fat loss give you more lean muscle mass in your body. So that is a benefit for all the things I've spoken about so far. So again, I'll just re reiterate, you have to make sure that you are moving correctly. If you're moving correctly and you're doing any of the things I've suggested, increasing the weight, increasing the reps, increasing the volume, changing the exercise complexity, you have to be careful about soreness. Now, what's usually touted in the gym industry is that how sore you are is an indicator of how hard you worked out or how good the workout is. That is not true. Soreness is a bad indicator to determine how good a workout is. You know, if you, you want to, I, I would, you don't even have to be sore to have a good workout. What you want to feel when you leave the gym or leave your class or whatever exercise you're doing is that you worked out. You want to feel like you worked out. And if we're going on like a scale, scale of one to 10, maybe the next day or next two days, you're at a three. If you're at the point where you can't even sit up or stand down, you've done too much. That that's way too much. The next question they usually ask about soreness is, can I work out if I'm feeling sore the next day or in the next two days? And the answer, it depends. <laughs> so if you're at that place where you can't sit, stand, or move, I would probably wait and see you can. Reco wait till your body recovers enough to it can because you, at that point you're only going to be doing more damage or overloading your central nervous system more than it can handle. If you're at that two to three place where you feel it but it's not terrible, then you can work out again, but I would not work out with the same intensity. And I might modify my intensity in between so that, um, you know, just going through a lighter movement or less reps is just to kind of stimulate the muscle pathway and the central nervous system without overtaxing it again before I go and do my full out workout again. Another factor is, um, you know, frequency of how often you should work out. And this depends on your overall goals and depends on, again, how you're working out. If you are doing 
super heavy, super hard lifts, um, you probably want to leave at least a day or two in between. But in, be but in between that, you should do things like mobility work, flexibility work. You could even do um, priming extra, um, or priming or trigger session type of exercises where you do that lighter weight of the same movements or comparable movements just to keep the blood flowing and just to keep sending that muscle building pathway to the muscles. But you don't want to work out the way you work. You don't want the same hard workout every day, and it shouldn't be the same hard workout every day. Which goes into like exercise choice. Now, I kind of went into this when I did um, tips on creating an exercise program, but you have range of motion in your body. And the goal is you should always try to do a full range of motion with throughout all of these exercises. I've spoken that before. Full range of motion done correctly will actually give you flexibility, which I spoke about in the flexibility versus mobility episode. But remember from that episode, what I also said, if you do not have full range of motion in certain movements, don't push it or try to push your way through it. Work towards it slowly. Don't just put a, like a heavier weight on your back and try to squat all the way to the ground and your body can't do it because you're gonna end up pulling a groin or hurting your back. But if we're going back to exercise selection with everything I said, you have, there's pushing movements, pulling movements, forward fold or hinging movements, squatting movements. You could pick four exercises that are, is one upper body press. This could be the bench press. One upper body pull, this could be a row. One lower body hinge, that could be a deadlift. And one lower body press, that could be a squat because you're pressing the floor away from your body. And then, then pick, you know, where, where if you've done doing those exercises already, then pick, you know, maybe I'm going to increase weight. Maybe I'm going to increase reps. Maybe I'm going to do more sets and increase the volume. Maybe I already have a lot of volume doing a lot of reps. So then I'm going to maybe um, lower those reps down and go heavier on the weight. I'd recommend though, as a rule, if you are doing heavy weights, that's probably gonna be in your one to four to five rep range, you know, for heavy lifting. If you're in a more of this like, you know, overall strength and muscle hypertrophy phase, then um, you're probably gonna wanna stick around the eight to 12 rep range uh, would probably be a good measure for you, but always changing it up. So these are some ideas of how to change your workout up so you're continuing to progress through your workouts, but specifically for strength and hypertrophy. I hope this helps you out. Again, I always love to hear from you and I always appreciate the support of listening to this episode. Uh, so if you have time, please uh, comment on this episode, um, give it a review and share it with someone you know might benefit from it or who you think might enjoy it. If you want to reach me, please uh, find me on Facebook at Charleston Integrated Wellness and charlestonintegratedwellness at gmail.com is where you can email me about your thoughts or ideas for the show or things you'd like to hear. I appreciate you listening, and I will talk to you in the next episode.